What? I'm, gi I'm giving away. You ready? You guys ready? Yes, sir. Oh, I don't have my dice. Um, oh, we gotta roll the dice on what? The theme song. I'm just gonna play one. Um, there you go. Do, you're not doing four. numbers anymore because we always pick three. Yeah, four. you guys always pick three, and then someone else picks five or seven. Seven. Twenty-three. Twenty-two. Um, I wanna play Simpsons one, but let's That's play. Um, let's go with this one. Frank, you ready? Yeah. To hit the intro? Yeah. Oh, you better keep that hat on, Frank. Thank you. Presented for your consideration, Springfield, an average little town with a not-so-average monster. Boy, I'm getting mighty sick of this. Ruff, 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 bow, wow. Ordering in Wonderland. Did I mention that the monster is a ten-year-old boy? Quite a twist, huh? Bet you didn't see that one coming. Good evening, and welcome to a very special two hours of television. Tonight we will see for the first time two original dramas created by television's greatest storyteller. Six-time Emmy Award winner Rod Serling. I think he's next to a campfire. Short film about a contemporary young woman whose life unfolds in a most unusual way. This is CNN. Post-Civil War, Massachusetts. Oh, it sounds like this is being played off of a 33 record. Screenplay comes to life. So Peace, love, dope. As we journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop. Where? The Twilight Zone. Melissa Sanders is having difficulty completing her city hall mission sculpture. Behavior is characteristic. She delays. She defers. She refuses to commit to decisions in both the personal and professional life. Okay. She has all the time in the world, but she does not, because that world will change forever. Melissa Sanders walks through the door of a certain movie theater into. Twice now that really makes sense to me now. <laughs> Rehearing that. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 216. Today we are talking about Lost Classics from 1994. Stories based on Rod Serling that he never got to make. First episode up is called The Theater. This time around, James Earl Jones is our host for the show. But let's talk about it. I am your host, Phoenix West, joined by... Frank Links. Adam Wilcox. <laughs> Lost Dick episode. I had to. I got. I had to pull out everything I could for this episode. <laughs> you can't be going there for a second. I'm like, he sounds kind of weird. And then all of a sudden you just, your lips stop moving. I'm like, I know. I'm like, <laughs> he was drinking when he was talking. I'm like, the, Frank, the green freeze. And I'm like, I love how he's just transcended <laughs> into video now. He's just omnipresent. I've become, I'm lawnmower man. Oh, God. You know, did I play the right intro to the right one, or did I? Yeah, you did. Yes. Okay. I'm beyond cyberspace. Yeah, because in between James Earl Jones and James Earl Jones was a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. What was the commercial? Ben Gay? 
See, I wish they would have taped the commercials because I love watching old commercials. Oh, I love it. Watch these things. It was Those a James Earl Jones commercial. He was selling Corvettes. Yeah. He was saying that <laughs> the Lion King on video cassette was coming yeah. out. Came out the Boy, same year. The Lion King on VHS. No, this came out the same year as Lion King. Oh, hey, yeah. So, okay, Amy Irving was Mrs. Steven Spielberg at one point. She stars in this episode. Amy Irving was also in Carrie. That's what I remember from. Yes, and. <laughs> not really. You know what's weird? She's Priscilla Pointer is also in one in this episode. And Seinfeld? She, no, she was Steven Spielberg's mother-in-law. Oh. Creepy. Wait, who? Priscilla Pointer. Who's that? She was also last week's episode that we watched. Huh. She was in That's the Kate movie. Capshaw's mom? Uh no. It's um I think it might Amy be Irving's Amy Irving's mom. mom. Oh. So yeah, family so she, affair. Oh, so they were all. She was a fucking actor too, from an acting family. No wonder she was a fucking shit. Of course she is. That's so annoying. Yeah, I always uh, nepotism, man. It is. Well, that's it. all Hollywood is. Is nepotism. Nepotism. It's disgusting. Do you want to see the most yeah, hilarious IMDb? The director of this is named Robert Markowitz. Who? We are discussing the theater. If you if you're just tuning in, um, Markowitz. Uh, he directed this episode and the next one. Yes. But let me show you his IMDb, pit, or his IMDb page, because it is... You'll notice a consistent theme here. Oh, my God. TV movie. TV movie. His specialty is TV movies. <laughs> Look at... Uh, the only one I know is Tuskegee Airmen, which is a good movie. But that's that's a, a, that is a good movie. They all, I forgot that is a TV movie. We're going yeah. back to the 70s. Whoa, was Cuba Gooden Jr. in it? No. Ooh, Cole Jack the Night Stalker. He did one of those, or was that Kojak? Uh... Isn't Cuba Gooden in every TV? Hold on, Kojak. No, that's Kojak. It's not Kojak. It's it's nonstop, and he hasn't directed a movie since 2006. Is he dead? Wow. No. Oh. At least it doesn't say he's dead. There's a reason, Phoenix. This man sucks cock. And he worked for Spielberg on Amazing Stories back in the 80s. Excuse me, I'm a professional film director. I have done lots of TV movies. That's my profession. Excuse me, Frank. I am Horowitz. Apologize to the man. Pinky's out. Pinky's out. Robert Markowitz. Markowitz. I'm sorry, LDE. Wait, is that his name? Now, how funny is uh, watching Amy Irving be a welder, and she has her fucking hair. I was just having a hard time recognizing Amy Irving through her very 80s fucking perm. Okay, that was like really distracting. It's like like, a 1994 thing. Yeah. I'll be she honest, she, I didn't know she's a welder. She was welding that cup at the beginning of the, of the show. I have never been more checked out during two yeah. episodes that we've done than these two. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's oh, absolutely, yeah. Hey, so what is going on with Lumberg dressed up like a fucking clown? I just I want to understand what's with the clowns in this fucking episode. Somebody please explain <laughs> the connection of clowns that it has to do with anything in this fucking episode. Oh, just, he, he was the... Theater! Uh, he was just the... When uh, I think theater, messenger. the first thing that pops into my mind, Frank, is clowns, yeah. right? I mean, there must have been a thing in the 90s was clown messengers. Amy uh, Amy Irving? Lumberg fucked her. Sorry, Lumberg, Lumberg fucked her. With it, while drinking a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Peter. Hi. Yeah. Peter, Steven, take you hi. I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you not to go back to the theater, okay? Yeah. You're probably going to see your own death. It'd probably be a good thing not to go back in there. Great. <clears throat> yeah. So, yes. Right now, Lumberg. I got a meeting with the Bobs. The two Bobs. Yeah, the Bobs. I got a meeting with the Bobs. I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you to come back later. Yeah. That guy has upper middle management all over. Written all over. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with you there. Pete has been really flaky with his work. Let me tell you about the TPS yeah. reports. I, I, I know that movie front to back. It, it's sad. Hey, speaking to you, Lumberga, what would you say you do here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump to conclusions. And then Irving, she's doing that. Yeah, thank they're, you. They're um, doing that typical bullshit where it's like if there's two women talking on a, a made-for-TV movie, they have to be talking about a guy because, of course, that's all women ever talk about is what, guy. And that, what and is that the, was Susan from Seinfeld. Yeah. What is the basic story of this episode? Let's just get the basic story and then we'll nitpick from there. She's a dumb bitch who can't make a decision. And then the Twilight Zone says, well, bitch, here's the decision. Make it. And she don't. And she dies. There's, there's also some clowns in it. There's a there's subplot where she is mad at him then he shows up and apologizes dressed as a clown singing a song please play this frank i wish we had a video i could pull <laughs> hello hello yes got something for you <laughs> what do you think it is got something for you <laughs> You know why you do that? I think I'll get my reading glasses. <laughs> 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 this is when he pulled out his cock. Sorry, James is sad. James is a rotten, lousy cat. He's got googly Major eyes. Mr. Date, suffering kept him up real late. Please say you forgive and hold all blame. Love and kisses, Dr. James. Tell him I forgive him. Lumberg Sucker! <laughs> Next time, call. I wish the episode ended here. I mean, first of all, I, I just this, this was the first thought process that went in my head because you know I gotta overthink everything, right? But yeah, she she forgives him. But the first thing they're talking about is is he's standing her up. He's a fucking doctor. Obviously, he, if anybody's going to stand anybody up that's a doctor, he has a good excuse. It's not like he was late at the office the night before or... Banging you the know, secretary. Like, he's so not a he, stockbroker. He's a fucking doctor. He's, he, he's on call. Is he Patch Adams? Is that why he has the clown outfit? Yeah, so dude. He's <laughs> taking the Patch Adams approach? If I was a doctor, I'd be like, bitch, you should be apologizing to me. To, to be fair to her... She wasn't like fully mad. She and was playfully mad, and he he dresses as a clown. And to her credit, she doesn't go, "I want the fuck out of this relationship." She just goes, "Ha ha!" laughs and then goes, "Yeah, yeah, okay." <laughs> I think she's trying to save her life at this point. You get away from the scary clown as soon as possible. I just want to throw a hypothetical question out there to the to the panel. Okay, I, I go back to like when you were twenty seven years old, or however the fucking old Amy meeting is when this is made. All right. 32 maybe all right you're dating somebody you're not in a like a committed relationship yet you're just you're dating somebody she's 49 maybe getting serious maybe it is 39 maybe maybe you haven't been dating them that long and somebody stands you up 
and then your girlfriend shows up at your place of work the next day dressed as a fucking clown in front of your coworkers. Uh, please tell me how the relationship continues from here. Because for me, that would be an about face. I'm out of here. Goodbye. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Funny you say that. That's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> I don't think this is the first time this has happened to her. <laughs> e- either with Gary right. Cole or with previous boyfriends. I think she attracts clowns. She's a c- clown whore. You know, like, the guy just shows up dressed as a clown. I was like, yeah, can I pester one of your employees right now dressed up as a clown? I, it, I know she's welding and everything, but fuck maybe, it, I'm dressed up like a clown. Maybe they met on, like, a, you know, a, a clown fetish website. It's yeah. fucking weird, all right? It's early, weird even by 80s or 90s standards. It's too fucking weird. It's too Early fun. clown chat? It's like one of the well, early chat rooms? Yeah, it was, a, it was an AOL chat. No, it was yeah. 1-900-clown-fuck. Ooh, kitty clown! He showed up at the house. That's like that's too many. That's too what? It's it's not the spell. The words are it's C L W N F C K. (laughs) ICP is taking it over. I just think it's the the weirdest fucking scene in the world. I'm like I'm already like checked out after this moment because I'm like I'm just like clown. Why? And it never comes back. Thank you. I was thinking that. I'm like, there no, has to be something symbolic wrong, about the clown costume. Wrong again. Replaying, replaying previous scene of clown does not mean it comes back. It came back literally. <laughs> you, mean, you mean the way like you eat something that's this under under digested and then it yes. comes up later and you know? No, it didn't it's, come it's back. Like bile, they replayed you know? it. Like indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> it comes up later, like you puked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah, this episode is acid reflux. We get more clown later. It makes <laughs> sense. It makes sense. Well, I thought uh, when she she gets to the movie theater because she wants to go see a movie and he can't make it because he's a doctor and he's busy. He wants to marry her. She says no. She doesn't have time for it. And he's like, "Oh, come on, marry me." He's the marry doctor. Me, she's a welder, but yeah, he's the one yeah. that. He's the fucking He's an sugar daddy. You know, she's got time. You know, it's like he doesn't have time to make the the announce the 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 dinner date. He, you know, he stands her up at, at dinner, but he's got time to to put clown makeup on and goofy eyes and write a little poem and you know and go out and go into because her a place where she works. Adams. Well, at the you, time, Adam, there wasn't a child dying of polio. You know. You, yeah. you know, it's like if you work somewhere and your girlfriend came in to where you work dressed up like a clown, all right, and that Hot. your coworkers would never let you survive after that. They would constantly be in your shit. Like, so how how's the clown princess doing today? It, it would go on forever until she's dead, okay, or until she's out of your life. You know, so maybe that was his plan to to embarrass her so bad so she doesn't go back to work, so she has to be with. Oh, good point. That's a pretty good theory, actually. I'll, I'm going to go with that. You really got like this on lock, Frank. You're giving this episode too much credit, but I'll, I'll go with it. I, I like just want to say Frank's, lived it. Frank's <laughs> wife is a nurse. I think he's uh, he's done this. Yeah, that makes sense now. If I isolate her enough. Well, you can go in. Okay, hold on. You can go into a hospital dressed as a clown. People are going to think you're there to cheer up some kid or something. But Unless you're John the Wayne clown Gasty. came into her place, which... We don't know where she works. She's just welding something, you know, so. Well, Well, first off, she's a welder. (laughs) Going off. Sorry. 
Okay, she's and her friend, her friend is just standing there next to her while she's welding. She's not wearing any protective gear. Well, that's anything, the thing. So. She's got that eighties hair, and she's welding. Her hair would be gone. <laughs> Hair's hanging Hair's out, sticking out of the You know how much hairspray they use? They used Don't to. Just... I I remember. Girls used to wear a half yeah. a can of hairspray on Ooh. the front part yeah. of their hair. Just this. The amount of CFLs that were just anybody remember this look head. where everybody had like like fucking like a rooster tail on their fucking head? You know, there would have been a quarter second difference between her lighting the blowtorch and and her head on fire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Michael Jackson, <laughs> her way right exactly. out of that fucking job. Holy just shit! Blue, just like that girl from blue. Soul Taker. <laughs> oh, Soul I realized Taker. that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Estevez, brilliant. I just want to say, going off what Dick said, I thought she mentioned she wants them to go to a film festival with her. Well, she said, I think she just says they're showing her favorite movie, and you promised to take me to it. But she might have said film festival. I thought she said festival. She might have said it. I don't remember. But then it was hard to understand what she was saying, like through the bad audio of the the recording that we watch. Also, her lips don't move when she speaks, so it's hard to make out what she's saying. We'll talk about that in the next episode because that is. That is a it hot fucking mess. The, last one. Yeah. the but I thought she said film festival, and then they proceed to show uh, his girl Friday every yeah. single day. And yeah, and then it's fucking packed every night. Well, packed. There's Scattered. maybe ten packed people or, in there. Yeah, there's just like four people in there. For an know. old movie, that's packed. It, it was Damn. Almost, it, it's it, a comedy, comedy, not a tragedy. Like old theaters where you went in to jerk off. It's the uh, New Beverly in L.A. No. Just is that me. what it was? I don't know if it was. Literally. I was actually thinking about you guys when they were watching it. Like, do you, when you guys lived out there, were there theaters that pretty much predominantly played like classic old? Yeah. Movie? Okay. Yeah. Porn. The New Beverly in L.A. It's a. Uh, You'd be surprised the lack of porno theaters in yeah. Hollywood. I used to you live. There was like two amount of them here. I used to live right oh, by yeah. the New Beverly, and it was it was a porn theater until Tarantino kind of was a part owner, and then he turned it into like they'll do two two back to back movies. Yeah. They'll do double features. And it's always like really good movies combined, but you're sitting point. there watching movies, and I'm like, people were jerking off right here just eight years ago. <laughs> don't, don't wear shorts <laughs> in that theater, that's for sure. No, <laughs> that's what um, what's his face was called, and who was it? Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he Pee Wee Herman was caught in one of those. And Fred Willard. Don't forget Fred. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know. Was, if Paul Rubens was caught in a theater that I owned, I think I would just own that and use that as a selling <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, I'd, put it, I'd put it right on the front where My Paul Rubens' career <laughs> ended. This is where Paul Rubens' career ended, right here. Yeah, he right Herman his Pee Wee right here. I, I never understood why it was a big deal that Pee Wee Herman was it's caught. Not. It was like, it's like it was illegal. They, they, Frank, they were simpler um. times. They were simpler times. <laughs> there, there was a time, too, where you know uh, somebody getting a blowjob in the Oval Office was the worst thing that a president could do, too. So just throwing that out there you know but it wasn't simpler times because it was everyone knew kennedy was fucking women in the in the oval office yeah and then that, it that got, got more innocent yeah. from there somehow and lbj used to whip out his dick at every moment because he had a giant cock look at it now it's, it's a fact i want yeah, those my pants big my, my pants pulled up around the bunghole yeah no. Oh, LBG. So whatever. Anybody that always gives me that bullshit about the president, he's disgraced disgrace in the office. The office has been disgraced since fucking seventeen seventy four. Dick's hot political it, takes. Jesus, come on, give me a break. <laughs> Fuck you. Mean, you. I mean, you know, many slaves served. Yeah, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> Who built the White House, Jesus. my friend? Do you Let's notice, call it the White House. Do you notice when she goes? <laughs> yeah, that's Paul Mooney. 
Paul Mooney joke. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice yeah. when she goes into the theater the first time? When she goes in the theater the first time, you hear a weird voiceover of the conversation again for no yeah. reason. Like, well, well, there's a lot you... of repeating in this episode. Yeah, and, it's, it, and the thing is, it's not like you know, it's not. I just got done watching. By the way, today is Groundhog Day when we're recording this, so I just watched Groundhog Day like maybe a half an hour before this episode. But you said that five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, did you just ask it. me that? I'm Welcome to LIW the Twilight Zone right episode two sixteen. I'm Phoenix West. I'm I saw my shadow. I'm still Adam Wilcox, I think. Lost Dick episode. So, uh, Palance. Oh, hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, <laughs> the Twilight Zone Review episode. All right, <laughs> that's pretty good. It's very nice. <coughs> All right, uh, it, it, she goes in the theater. She sees the previous scene of her her terrible fucking life, where her her boyfriend is a clown and humiliates her in front of her welding friends and the welding community. <laughs> This. I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> Eating cheeseburgers. And then there's there's a bunch of like it goes from the movie into the, the like splices between the, the previous scenes that we've already watched. And then it keeps going back and forth. And she leaves. She goes to, to the actual hospital and talks to Dr. Lumberg and she's like, Hey, I'm I was seeing this movie and it has my <laughs> my scene our scenes. I don't know how you did it. It's a great trick. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. How are you, the crazy one? I'm the one that dressed up like a psychopath clown in front of your friends. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, if she had dressed up like a clown, this would have made a little bit more sense. But he's the one that that showed up to, to her work dressed up like a clown when he's There's a fucking not, doctor. I'm a There's kooky artist. Could have done for this episode to make any sense whatsoever. Thank you, Frank. I'm glad this you noticed episode. it too. I... There's a reason this is a lost episode. You, you, you know what? Kept it lost. You know what this episode reminded me of? It reminded me of that episode of, of uh, Monty Python where they confuse the cat. They have to confuse the cat because it's depressed. That's what this is. This episode is con- it's the actual confuse a cat. This is what you make your cat watch when your cat is depressed. Okay, it, it should confuse be. It. Yeah. it should be called needs two more drafts episodes. <sighs> really? It's like, yeah. First, here's the first, it's season five. It is my first draft. Do with it what you may. Okay, I, I like the premise of her going to the movie theater and, and seeing things happen that, that just happened. I, they could have done something. The problem is, is they don't do anything with it. No. It, there's no payoff whatsoever other than him. Nothing comes back. Him dressed up like a clown. This scene here, which they showed at least five or six times that I counted in the episode, yeah. means nothing. Yeah, she goes back to the theater. She sees a, a scene where she's outside staring at that fucking thing through a window. There's two guys this chasing each other, shooting at each other. clown in a toy store or whatever. It's And then weird. the bullet goes through that glass and it breaks. And then yeah. that's where that one ends. Well, first off, where the fuck has she seen this movie if a guy is running with a gun telling a robber to stop? That's a bad neighborhood. Right. And she's taking the bus, and she takes the bus wherever she goes. She's an Does artist. She have a car. I, I, I understand she's a well. I hate to say it, there's no great neighborhoods in the bus line. She is an not. artist. And why is it in these these uh, '90s movies like this when they're in a bad neighborhood, like you just said, Dick? The only one wandering around outside is a blind man. Yeah, in the middle of the fucking night, wandering around outside. That boy went to bed at least there six wasn't, o'clock. There wasn't too many extras on the street. I guess they couldn't afford you them for that shoot. You live near Tampa, Adam. You know damn right well if you go downtown at two o'clock a.m., you'll see a blind man. <laughs> he doesn't know Ironic. what time of day it is. 
<laughs> it might as well be 12 noon for him. <laughs> it's, just, it's the stupidest fucking thing, man. It's just like like it, it this 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 episode <laughs> thinks it has symbolism, but no, that's my biggest problem with the episode is yeah. it's a it's a why is it, the blind man the guy that's spooky scary yeah. is, is it because he's spooky black? spooky if there's one guy that's not going to attack you at night it's going to be the blind dude yeah unless it's Rucker Hauer from Blind Fury you're going to be fine okay? well, I, don't, I don't understand that the, the construction <laughs> worker who comes out of the alleyway with a hammer screaming <laughs> also like, I was waiting for the bus <laughs> Well, why don't you wait for the? Yeah, bus? he why comes out and goes, "Hammer!" Ah, and expects her not to freak out. Like a like psycho. Yeah, it's people that wanted it's out just... of the end of the second episode. You know, guys got to work. I mean, he was a roofer. You know, <sighs> she's a welder. She should understand this. Yeah, I know. She's carrying a acetylene. She should have more in common with that hammer than that than the fucking doctor that she's pretending to date in this fucking episode. If only she carried her acetylene cans around or tanks around <laughs> with her in the episode. That'd be hilarious. They would do that if, if we were watching an arrow superhero show. Okay. And you get like, oh yeah, he'd throw his arrow into it and explode. <laughs> One of those be, oh CW uh, DC TV shows that we love so much. Hey, check her IMDb. Maybe she's done one. She, she says, I feel like Amy Irving is not below a CW show. Amy Irving point. did not look good in this episode. I have she no idea like who the fuck was... Amy Irving is before I watch this. Really? Just you didn't no watch idea. Carrie? I did. I, I saw that. She's in there, but. You didn't yeah, read about she, Steven Spielberg's personal life in the eighties. That's all I know she's, about her. her. I did not like Metal Shop. No, no, it's awful. I, I didn't have Metal Shop. I hated Metal Shop. I didn't we have didn't, a good time in Shop it. Class either. I think that's the one thing we all four of us have in common. I did not enjoy Shop Class. I didn't have Shop Class. My yeah. high school didn't have Shop. My fi- I my had te- it in junior high. My teacher cut his thumb off in that class. I swear to God. And I had to pick it up off the floor while he's running out okay. to the hospital. Oh, <laughs> That's the end of the was story. It like, was it like UHF? Hold on, I'm gonna oh, wait for. Finger. I'm gonna wait. Wait I'm gonna wait until Frank gets back on and then get more gruesome. And it's not even oh, gonna yes. be true. Uh, so then I'm attaching that, it back to the bloody a... stump on the back end of no, the stump. God. And it's... wasn't that a scene from Escape from Alcatraz? And it's bleeding everywhere, and there's guts, and it's spraying blood on me. And I'm having to attach it with the threaded needle, and he's screaming, and his pus is coming up. Let me ask you this, Phoenix: when you when you reattach the thumb with the thread needle, did you also get a a, a, a home ex class credit too? And he's screaming, and there's blood spraying out everywhere. You can't, you can't reattach a thumb with with string and no, that wasn't the bone. It was cut off right above it. Since it's high school, if you reattach the thumb with red needle, do you get a a, a home ec credit yeah. for sewing? Yeah, you and, get a home ec credit as well. So yeah, it's like a double credit then. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. That's how he graduated high school. Should I ha- chop his thumb off and sew it on just for the credit? Fuck. Yeah, but let me tell you how much blood there was. Not much. Jeez. <laughs> about as much as much yeah, as a, much. as a, uh, a mountain. I did watch. I, I I did watch my sixth grade teacher just kill over and die. Really? Ah! Oh, ah! Oh, oh. <laughs> Tell me more. She was just. Poof. Wow! Yeah. Really? In school? In this classroom? Yeah, it was like ten thirty in the afternoon. Whoa! That's fucking traumatic for kids to see. In the, ap- on the ten, job. That's Hold on, weird. hold on. Ten thirty in the afternoon. What the fuck is that? 
a spark. <laughs> what time spark of day is that? She was, a fat, she was a fat mess, and apparently she was a diabetic, and she went into a diabetic. I'm oh, just confused man, what 10.30 in the afternoon is. Well, that's that lousy smart weather. <laughs> smart time and smart weather. He was sitting there at the desk. And Frank has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> huh? What is literally 10.30 in the afternoon? What does that mean? The, thir- the 13th <laughs> morning. 10.30 in the morning, my bad. <laughs> oh, my face. I, just, I Now I, I want to imagine just sitting there in the classroom at 10.30 in the afternoon and watching my uh, overweight teacher just die in front of me. That would be amazing. Literally two days before this happened, my mom had a parent-teacher conference with her, and my mom asked her when she was due. Oh. Over death? <laughs> Did you go to the movie theater and you saw her die before you went to school the next day? Yeah. My chemistry teacher in like ninth or 10th grade, maybe 11, something like that, high school point is, announced on her, her first day, she took over like a couple months into the semester, and she announced, I have seizures, I need you guys to, if you catch something, go get help. So wow. every fucking day after that, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want to be responsible for your fucking life, maybe go get help. Yeah. <laughs> go get a helmet. I'm like, I'm not paid for this shit. She'd I'm going to take... swallow my tongue and choke to death. You got to save me, boy. But save like, me. Every pause in her sentence, I'm like, <laughs> it snaps to my attention. <laughs> oh. oh, this episode. Oh, good. Uh, I think uh, all my teachers, I we, we, we destroyed one in the second grade. She had to retire early because we drove her insane. She was like a 75-year-old woman. You guys went to all the cool schools. The, the fucking craziest thing I saw in school, actually, other than, like, you know, girl fights in between classes, was the substitute guy that they brought in to monetary study hall, which is where you don't want to be in the high school that I went to. And everybody in there drove him so insane that he just got up and he says, God fucking damn it! And he kicked the garbage can across the room. And then he left, and we never saw him again. Was it Morgan Freeman from that movie Stand By Me? No, it was it was an uh, like heavy set bald guy. He's one of those guys that had like the three hair comb over, like <laughs> Michael Chiklis. Three strands of hair. Was he a special needs as you made him sound? Oh, it, there, was, yo, Adam, <laughs> right, it, there was a substitute teacher in high school. We'll talk about the episode eventually. for not anybody go to the bathroom right. It's twenty nine. It's twenty nine minutes no, well, long. He was notorious for not letting anybody leave the room for any reason whatsoever, right? So my boy Jay, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, no. He goes, if you don't let me go, I'm going to go right in this trash can right next to your desk. And she goes, well, you're not going. So he whipped. Wow. And he he pissed into the trash can. Wow. To the fucking desk in front of the entire class. I'm so glad so you said. You guys went to the cool school. I'm, 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 I'm just glad he's. Be sexual assault. I'm glad you just said he, he pulled out his dick, and then he pit. I was like, oh god, and then he raped the bitch right in front of us. <laughs> like I don't know where the story is going. You will let me go this to the back. This is bathroom. like uh, that <laughs> movie, <clears throat> uh, high school, 1980, class of '84. Was that movie? Oh yeah, yeah movie? class of 1999. That was he got yeah. for it. I mean, that's a badass movie. You know, he's talking about the yeah, first wasn't one. Allowed back in after that. No, I think that the only tragedy that we had was um, I, I didn't really have. We had one kid who got paralyzed, and that was really sad in a football game. That was very sad. But he's he's fine now. He's doing great. Uh, but then we had one teacher who died of cancer, but like years later. So she that was like. 
15 years ago, way after I was done with high school. So that's it. I mean, I, more than I, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, we didn't have many tragedies at my school in high school. My entire life is one big tragedy. So, yeah. Well, I didn't tell you about so the you cloud. probably love this episode then. Do you remember the second time she goes to the theater and she sees herself on there and then she talks to this hot old lady and she's like, do you see me up there? And the old lady's like, well, I. <laughs> and then, like, uh, that was the other thing I had a problem with. It's like, you're in a dark fucking theater. This lady does not know you. She's never met you in her entire life. Smoking Even hot. better. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I could understand people out in public. Don't I, I can me. understand like what <laughs> I can understand what do you see up there, but do you see me up there? It just seemed like like a weird choice for the Well, it just sounded like she's a selfish bitch. I mean, I get they're trying to tell the audience what's going on, but, but it, I, I, the audience uh, kind of figured out what was going on when everybody's laughing at her. Like, you know, why would they laugh at a strange scene that doesn't belong in a classic movie? I mean, because they're obviously I, they don't I, see I don't know. You're a generic white blonde bitch, and there's a generic white blonde bitch up on the film. I it might be you. Are you, Do you well? Centered? You know what's even worse, Frank? She's not a real blonde. No, to brunette. Here's my wife. So she she's a fake she's a fake peroxide blonde. Gross. Liar! The claims to be a welder. My, well, my wife is a. I spent a hundred bucks for that hair to be blonde. So. And then it happened. Well, and for that welding glass. She hasn't weld. The it happens for real you later, where the the glass you gets shot and she runs away and there's no consequence. And then she tells Gary Cole after a commercial break. Yeah. And then he's like, "Don't go alone. I'll go with you the next time." He doesn't do it. She goes Gary alone. Gary Cole, surprisingly, a wonderful like uh, partner. Oh yeah, he's like very a, understanding. Like a really nice. He's not mean to guy. her at any point. That's why I couldn't no. understand why she was upset with him the first time. It's like when when we finally see well, him, when we see Doctor Lumber, he's like wrapping a bandage around a patient, and then they just let her go in there and talk. And she's like, "This was up in the movie theater." I'm like. He's with a patient. Take your movie bullshit outside and because get she's a, a selfish bitch. Exactly. Adam, and she dies. She's a woman. They Period. need all the attention all the time. Women be crazy. It's Rod Serling. Rod Serling writing the truth about women. <laughs> to be fair, no, exactly because this was the he wrote this in the fifties or sixties. So they prop you could probably yeah. just do that back in the day. <laughs> just yeah. wanted the fuck in there. Bitches. Nobody cares. Leave me alone for five seconds. So I'm trying to write this episode. Can you please stop talking to me? I'm trying to write this episode. Leave me alone, please. Oh, Christ. All right, let's do something fun with this. If this would have came out in the '50s, when, when you know when it did, what movie do you suppose she would have been sitting there watching at the time? What the fucking uh, train yeah. coming um, out of you? I don't know. <laughs> the great. No, uh, um, uh, she's playmation of dinosaurs. No, she'd be watching um, uh, the the um, birth of a nation, <laughs> oh an early oh snuff my film. God, dude. <laughs> you didn't just say that movie. Yes, I did. She'd be watching birth. This is my favorite movie of all time. And everyone would be just going. You know yes. I feel like yes. like Dick's the type of guy that has Birth of a Nation collector's edition, like Criterion you know collection what? version of it. And those of you out there that don't know that that's such a joke, fuck you, and you should really learn. His no, he's going to get his his uh, Blu-ray. He's gonna go. Oh my God, no, no, no! It, I, in, I, you I, could... I, I went down the rabbit's hole. You guys should have stopped me. The first film ever me. screened at the White House. <laughs> There, the hate is in such crystal clarity in the 4K. It is amazing. It's 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 3D hate. 
Oh, it's beautiful. When they ride it on you horseback. You something like this? Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. Why? In For My Sins, he produced the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Did it really have a burning cross? In the- <laughs> oh, well, this one's was, not was that uh, Was that signed? <laughs> Did D.W. Griffith signed it? <laughs> this is a silent classic. Oh, dick. It is available on Blu-ray. You when our heroes, it. it's not like it's are, illegal. When our heroes go down the hill on horseback, it is a beautiful scene. Hey, that was shown in the White House, by the way. I know. Nineteen nineteen. I just said it was the first. Uh, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Loitering in Wonderland YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, that please. I showed, this will get us so much attention. I showed titty last week. You're That's right. true. You didn't hear nothing. No, nobody <laughs> no, said nothing, did they? Nobody no. cares. It's not the first titty. It was four yeah, hours into our show, our live show, to you, be fair. You got so. more audio listeners than you have visual listeners. Yeah. Right on, man. You can hear the titty in the in the, in the, in the <laughs> You can hear the racism from the Birth of a Nation VHS copy. Yeah. So to wrap up this fucking turd burglar of a fucking show, it, it's it's it, she sees things in spliced turd in, burglar. Yeah, she sees things spliced in the middle of these movies. These this the same classic movie that we mentioned. Uh, I forgot the name. His, His, Girl, His Friday. Girl Friday. Yeah. His Girl Friday with with Cary Grant and. Only she can see it, and she sees things that have played, and then she also starts seeing things that haven't happened yet. In the theater of the mind. And she eventually sees her own death. In her imagination. Which is her running out in front of a bus. Some guy. And she dies. Some guy pushes her. And she, I love it when she sees that, and, and then she's like, oh! And the guy goes, hey, lady, it's a comedy, not a freaking tragedy. And that's all he says. And that's the only <laughs> time she communicates to anyone. And then eventually Lumberg goes to, after she dies, Lumberg, Dr. Lumberg goes to a fucking movie, the same movie theater. No, no. Hold on, Adam. Well, okay, no, no, okay. here's the thing. Here's, Backtrack a second. Now. He talks this her out of it by, by going, well, it said the 20th. The 20th has passed, so you're fine. That's cut, the twist. Cut to her going back to the theater, him going to work, and then the coworker being like, oh, it's the 20th. And he's like, <gasps> dun, 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 dun. and he's like, oh, oh, starts running. Bitch goes outside, gets hit by a bus, and dies. And he's just a few seconds too late. Awkwardly hit by a bus, too, mind you. Yeah. Awkwardly hit by a bus. If you knew that you were going to die on the 20th. Right there. And it, You wouldn't leave lock the house. You would fucking lock die. yourself in your bedroom. Okay, you Final destination. House, period. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he goes back. And he, she just, she's dead. Our main character's dead. And nobody cares. You don't know a goddamn thing about her. Unless she's willing to fuck a clown every once in a while. She, he goes back to the theater and starts seeing himself. <laughs> yeah, the end. The end. Well, yeah, that was that was kind of the odd part. Was like, oh, you're you're in the Twilight Zone and you're related to this woman who saw her own death. Now you get to see the last your mistake of the last twenty four hours on the big screen. Doctor Brady. Doctor Brady's a jackass. I don't know why the fuck yeah. he went there, knowing full well it killed his girlfriend. Yeah, and because he already knows that at that point, he already figured it out. The biggest... he, doesn't need to be, he doesn't need to be kind of... Because there's only one other, you know, uh, there's only one other, like, place he could have gone. Yeah. Because they only had, like, two scenes, like, two sets. <laughs> and then while all this is going on throughout the whole... They, they, they Are had, you pretending to type? This, this clown, and I think that they keep doing the clown thing... Because they think the audience is getting bored, so they need to like distract them with like shiny keys or something. You're like, look, stuff's happening in the show. Stuff's Don't get bored. Don't show. turn the channel. I'm not bored. I will not change the channel. 
You know what the biggest mystery of this episode is? How the fuck is James Earl Jones still alive? That is. Yeah. How is he still alive? He's 91, or he would just turned 90, didn't he? His birthday was like literally last week. So is uh, I never here. Gene Hackman's birthday his 91st birthday as well. Yeah. I think it was cool to have his voice as the narrator, but yeah. that was kind of a regular thing in the '80s, wasn't it? Like they did the, or no, they you didn't. They didn't do that in the '80s. They they just did that for this, just just this lost episodes thing. Yeah, was this an anniversary special thing? Is that why it was? Because why? Because the '80s they had the, the the show came back and they. The, this was hi. This is CBS. We need money. Uh, please pay yeah, for some sweet sweet week, probably. This <laughs> was attached to. This was out of the fucking blue. No. <laughs> yeah. The only decade without Twilight Zone was the '70s. That's it. Well, we, had, we had you Night, had Night Gallery. Gallery. Yeah. Did, did this yeah. feel like more like an? Because Rod was still alive. That's yeah. why. Didn't yeah. this feel well, for part of it? Didn't this feel more like an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt? Yes. You know what? Yeah. A little bit and better than Tales from the Crypt, but it does fit in that 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 same fit like that jerky camera thing where they zoom in and zoom out really quick. They, they did that. In There's no painting, but it's a movie theater. What would what would be the puns though? <laughs> it was it was her being a welder and the hair. I think made it feel Tales from the Crypty. What would be would it would it be? Ah, kitties, you got to get. Cut out of the film. No, he'd be the like, show <laughs> must go on. <laughs> you, you, you can't do any puns that are related that to good. the actual script. Uh, yeah, he, he's going to be sitting there and he's going to be a bus driver for some fucking reason. And you're like, how is... I guess a bus happened, so he can't well, be yeah, a bus driver. Say, he would have to be... Driver, yeah. He'd be a... a firefighter. Firefighter or, or like a park ranger or something. something where you're like, what? And he, if it would have came out that Lumberg was causing this shit, just if it would have done anything, it'd have been anything. remotely easy. But like you said, nothing pays off ever. It, the, it just episode. feels like an idea he had that never really he didn't get really get to do more drafts on. So it's just kind of it, it feels like know. five different episodes in one. Well, I have the, the episodes. Pool got made. There's a reason this this piece of shit never saw the light of day. But the bewitching pool did. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, saw go. the light of day either. <laughs> That well, how 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 this, okay? So, would you have rather this been the last episode of Twilight Zone and the Bewitching yes. Pool be the lost episode that premiered in 1994? Five out, five out of ten, way, six out of twelve, half dozen. We're the losers, man. okay? Yeah. yeah. Either way, you lose. Yeah. Yeah. I have it if written this down. Was it, I'm sorry. If this was an episode, it would have definitely been in season five for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. At least this woman got to die with some false hope that it wasn't the twentieth. I guess there's something to say about that. I'm trying to be optimistic here. That's all I can say. At least she didn't die, uh, you know, addicted to dope. She. No, I got nothing. I have three she episodes written down. She made love with Lumberg. She deserves to die. Three episodes written down that this reminded me of. First one is, the main one for me is Blurry Man from the new version. You remember that mm. episode? Oh, yeah. Felt a lot I like that. Uh, Blurry Man's not terrible. Um, no, and then two original episodes, A Most Unusual Camera, <clears throat> which is something predicting the future. This time it's a film instead of one photograph. Okay, yeah. There's a hint of that yeah. there, yeah. yeah. And then Incredible <laughs> World of Horace Ford. Every time they're outside, that's all I can think about. Yeah. That terrible man. episode. And yeah. also the one with uh, Shatner, where he's in that little town. Nick of Time. Uh, yeah, no, not so much. Well, because of the whole 
you're you're playing. She keeps going to theater to learn more about what's going to happen. They avoid go. They go av- live your life. They avoid getting hit by a car, though. Well, that's what I mean. That's true. The, the whole point of it was to live your life and not not accept fate and just go and just accept whatever happens. And she couldn't do it. She couldn't let that's go. That's a lot. Going. Of zones, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said there's like five episodes to remind you. This reminds me of that period in time where I, I kind of buried it under just years of psychosis or whatever, where made-for-TV movies were usually, usually not good. Special K. Yeah. Yep. They were usually not Definitely. good. And, and this, no. this is one, unfortunately one hey, of them. One, one, uh, one TV movie came out this year, TV miniseries, that I fucking love. It's the stand. Same. Well, year they're better this. now, but but I'm just talking because like like you guys remember the remember the people versus OJ that was fucking incredible, but that was yeah. a mini mini series. So TV is, is much better now. Different now, yeah. <laughs> but but back in like the 80s and 90s, something that was made for TV meant that it was inferior. It was not good enough to be in a theater. That's when so you get you just... uh, Robert Markowitz. What do you have to say here, Robert? I have to say that I'm very pleased with the work that I did. And um, if you don't understand it, you just didn't read the material by Rod Serling, who, who developed a screenplay that I just loved and adored. And I had my friend Richard Matheson do the teleplay for. Mr. Markowitz, you sound a lot like, uh, you know, Christopher Walken right now. But um, did you fuck Amy Irving? Not at all. Did you fuck Amy Irving at all? Uh, yes, I did twice. twice. What, what, about, what about Jack Palance? Because you also directed oh, that one. Absolutely, with the no leg prosthetics. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, Jack Palance, by the way. My number one, a guy. You are my number one guy. Jack Palance, I crack bigger than you. Amazing, amazing career of that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I this love Jay Suckers, too. He's curly. Not episode yet. Yeah. The Legend of Curly's Gold. Oh, oh, oh. Let's not say things we can't take back. Hey, <laughs> Daniel Stern and Bruno Kirby are Oscar. Should be, should be out there. They're, not, they're not in the second one. That was John Lovitz. I know. The second one's awful. <laughs> the second one was great. I slept through the second one. The remember. second one is interesting, it. but it's not good. Yeah. When you watch them again, you're like, oh, the first one's a good one. second one's a it's guilty bad. pleasure. It's bad it's did bad, we do yeah. uh, since it's groundhog day and i keep replaying the events over and over and i don't know what time frame run hello citizens welcome to allied w- the scores for this oh, yet sorry. <laughs> yes. no not yet no we did not put no, your didn't. little hand mine i'll be yours you'll be mine phoenix what hey, look at you, i give it a, a six it's fine it's inoffensive i didn't hate it i wish there was more to it it's really shallow for me as far as shallow meaning, like there's not a whole lot going on. It's very surface level when it comes to the plot. And like like Adam was saying, if something else was going on beyond what we're watching, that was a nice twist at the end. That'd be something that, that might bump it up a little bit. But instead, we're just watching it, and then it ends, and you're kind of like, oh, okay. So I give it a six. Frank, I would go five out of ten. I didn't hate Thank it. You, Frank. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But it didn't. <laughs> I was just—I just assumed somebody was supposed to jump in. I didn't know we were doing anymore. Go ahead, Frank. Sorry. I didn't know you were doing anymore either. I, 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 it just got really quiet, and I just decided <clears> to no, jump no, in. It froze. I was listening to Adam. Yeah, Adam, keep going. Man. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, I—you did not step on me. Trust me, I wasn't about to. Talk. I just, yeah, I, I didn't feel, you know. It, 
this is another another one of those where it's like Twilight Zone does not need to be an hour because uh, it's not an this hour. Didn't have any story to tell. It had like maybe thirty seconds of story to tell because nothing goes anywhere. There, there's there's nothing to be expanded upon. There's no lesson to be learned. There's no you know. This is only twenty six minutes. Oh this this one is this one. It felt like an hour. <laughs> Oh, this, no, Jeff, this one feels was, longer than the next one. It was an hour when it aired. They just padded the shit out of it. I think that's what the, the clown imagery was just to pad the fucking runtime out. There's it, a it, lot it, of, it feels it really bad. A lot man. of Kodak commercials with Bill Cosby when this was on. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. lot of pudding com- commercials about pudding. 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 I'm going to feed ketamine to a model and fuck her toes. <laughs> <laughs> this just in rocker Kurt Cobain has been found dead on apparent suicide by gunshot like 94 jokes <laughs> some of the uh, things in your show uh one of you guys on the right want to go what's your score all right so uh, I'll give this piece of shit a three wow. really it's personal that's uh, yeah that that sounds mean you're just angry it hurt you it touched you show us on the doll where it touched you Frank why do you hate so much, Frank? <laughs> As he holds up his birth of a well, What Dick is really saying is, learn how to focus your hate toward a particular group of people. <laughs> Not this episode. No, I, I, I hated this because I, I, I knew that this was Rod's words, and it, it was bad. And in this case, preferably, it's the Jews. <laughs> From what well, I understand, yes, completely. But what I understand is they didn't edit the scripts at all. They just, oh, they didn't. They filmed what no. Rod wrote, and okay, that's what my understanding. This, this well, needed, needed yeah. an extra coat of paint. Somebody should have built on this, like taking it and added well, some did, things well, to like, it. Like, yeah. do they read his notebook? Is that where this came from? Is like a like. Remember a how I used script? to tell you, like yeah, those yeah. episodes, those season five felt like cocktail napkin episodes, like well, it was no. just written in a bar. So here, film this. I'm busy. Fuck off. Well, it's yeah. either these one of two epi- No, these two episodes came from um, his daughter. Well, yeah, but the second one feels more and complete. Yeah, the, more, the second That's one's good. a little bit better, I would say. I was yeah. gonna say, it either came from a family member who went through his journals, or it came from CBS had these when he turned them in. And they're like, no, these aren't good yeah. enough. So, yeah, but if it came from Ann Serling, then I definitely understand. But um, yeah. oh, I did mention last week that that uh, Carol Serling, his wife, is in uh, the Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet. She's, oh. she's one of the she's the she's the woman who's sitting in the seat in the beginning of when John Lithgow's in the bathroom and she's like, man, what's say, going on she, in there? Is she the monkey out on the wing? Or? No, <laughs> no, that's is a, she wow. smoking oh, in the episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> she is holding Twilight's own magazine though, in that scene. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's there you go. Yeah, she made some cash off that. Okay, we're done with this, right? Dick, did, out of ten, uh, six point three five eight. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck, you always doing like a. Why do you always have like a I remainder, had, remainder on back. your. I had to bring it back. I brought it back. So what? <laughs> so I'll give it a pie square. Six, six, five, three. All right. Not too bad. Other than Frank. Three is like when I'm. I'm you're the one that gave it the lowest score. That's why, I'm, that's why I said that. You act like I offended you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gave it the lowest score. <laughs> no, no. Just the way you said that. I'm like. I said, hey. I said not so bad except for Frank. I'm not. Ju- oh, I'm not really? rating. Can we just it? make fun of, of the overuse, the gratuitous use of flute music in this whole fucking set, man? Just like, just constantly. Out watermelon seeds. Well, that was the '80s, man. There you go. How do you get half? No. 
I found a video of a guy playing playing panpipe. I wish I wish we had a clip of Zomfear's greatest hits, so that we could remind the world that there was a time where they thought they could actually sell that to people, and we would just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh about that. Who? Let's go. There was this commercial on TV. I remember it was like either '80s or '90s, and this guy played the pan flute. And you know how they always have like KTEL's fucking music. You know they're always trying to take some has been artist and sell like a collection nope. of their songs. I there thought you'd never ask. Watch what I'm about to do. Just lift. I found this guy for a reason. <laughs> oh, please tell me. He's the... never been cool, but they they did <laughs> yes. overuse the flute music a lot after Karate Kid, and that was the only time it was ever like acceptable to use. But it, after Karate Kid, his well, flute music was in everything. His name is Eric the Flute Maker, and he says <laughs> it sounds like a threat more than a promise. He says my panpipes will be back soon, December twenty twenty. <laughs> so, oh my god! Okay, Eric, calm down. Hey, Phoenix, did you have did you have pan flute illness on your twenty twenty checklist? Yeah, and it never came out. So you lucked out on that one. Yeah. But yeah, Zomfear was the real thing. Yeah. Cobra Kai came back, is that why? Wait, oh figured... shit, he's back. He 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 kept his promise, guys. Let's look at this real quick. Can he, I see what he looks like he, now? He looks like a burnout hippie. Oh my god. Surprise, surprise. Copy oh my god, actually looks wow. better than he did then. And this... He looks like... Uh... Here we go, I found it. This is going to fucking crack you guys the fuck up. Hold on. This is what this episode was reminding me of. Zomfear. So you don't think I'm nuts. No. This won't change that. No. Probably not. <laughs> there he is. The fact that I remember shit like this. I think I... Oh, wow. All right. What so. am I... I don't want to... You've heard his hauntingly beautiful. Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> Holy shit! He's sold over twenty million records around the world. Well, there you go. All Peru. Twenty million where? In like Scranton, Idaho, or Spain? Hey, it, it, it's a. Uh... Fucking, um, plays the world's most beautiful melody. Bill. I bet you that fucking CD was $35. Yeah, you fillet that piece of wood. This is such an SNL commercial, man. It's it's so fucking bad. You cannot airplay this. Relax. This was on all the fucking time, too. I remember this. I'm like, oh, Me wait, too. it's Zomfear. We have I to do watch too. it. I didn't never know the guy's name. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Is it called Zomfear or is it Zomfear? Zomfear. One fine. Where my love. Danny Boy. <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. So, so what he's playing, basically, is he, he's playing all of the royalty-free songs okay, from Mystery it. Science Theater. <laughs> Here's a question: it, What is that more annoying to listen to, or bagpipes? Uh, bagpipes, that, right? Bagpipes. bagpipes. I think that pan flute's more annoying. But he's than playing bagpipes. all the same bagpipes songs funny. you see in a bagpipe. ACDC AC had a good bagpipe segment. So ACDC's yeah, never had a good anything. Oh, how dare Ooh, you! Ooh, shots oh, fired yeah. across the case. Okay, Pearl Jam. Shots fired. ACDC blows. Okay, Eddie Vedder's. At least Pearl Jam has variety. They want variety. <laughs> There's definitely variety. Yeah. ACDC is like, oh, that's ACDC. Can... Oh, uh, 
They're not as good as Pink Floyd. Thank you. My bottom row needed to go. You need to bring Dick back. He said Pink Floyd. Anyway, ACDC sucks, yes. and let's get out of here. Birth of a Nation rocks. And... Did I hear you say not as bad as Pink Floyd? <laughs> no, no, no. I said just as good. I mean, no. Uh, no. <laughs> I thought I heard you say that, you son of a bitch. No, I, I like Pink Floyd. <laughs> Leo read as mas- Maddie missed titty last week. Well, Leo, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's, you can always catch it on the playback, man. But, yeah, if you if you watch, there was titty on last week's episode. He also said I had a, I had a teacher who was robbed and murdered in the parking lot when we were in school. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, Leo Red went to high school a, a lot more north than where I went to high school. I thought my high school was rough, but Leo's high school was definitely way rougher than mine. So the farther north you went, the worse it got. Man. You went north of what? Illinois. Leo lives in Chicago. Oh, I thought you meant in Chicago. The fr- I'm like, no, no, no. It is the other way around, my friend, in Chicago. No, I was in Juliet, which is like 30 minutes yeah. south of Chicago. Leo is say, if in, you're in Chicago. Chicago. The more north you get, the better it gets. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm from Juliet. Yeah. So. Wisconsin, or, I mean, um, uh, Milwaukee's a shit. I, I live where J- uh, Juliet Jake went to prison. Milwaukee is the only city I've, I've ever been to where where I went to the waterfront without fearing for my life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah, we're yeah. done with this, right? That was the theater. It, it, <clears throat> it, it was what it was. And um, next episode, we're going to talk about where the dead are. And unfortunately, <laughs> this this episode. I, I have so many conflicting opinions on this next episode, but let's get there. Uh, for me, LAW this Studios. Batshit's insane son. <laughs> for me, LAWstudios.com. LAW the TZ Review on Twitter. Without Interruptus Frankus over there, we're good. Um, LAW Anthology Pod on Twitter as well for our other show. Frank, what do you have now that it's your turn to talk? Um, I... You took too long. Adam? <laughs> RaidersOfLostFlicks.com, where you can find all of my social media, YouTube, everything. Raiders of Lost Flicks on YouTube. All right, Frank. No, just go to uh, the Indie Sports Car Podcast.com. RedDragonsRadio.com as well. Pornhub.com. Are we still. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell. You look like you're going to tell me news. Like, Oh, and maybe uh, another um, place soon, too, as well. But wait. Good luck with that, audience. Dick? <laughs> no. No, it's calling Frank a dick. dick? Oh, dick R- Richard, do you have any plugs? Not really. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll think of one for next. Th- this is the part where you hawk your, hawk your fucking Birth of a Nation <laughs> video like it's QVC and try to get people to buy it. $35.95. I mean, that's, look at that, Phoenix. That's a fantastic video he has there. Dick has right. books on Amazon. Buy Dick's books on Amazon. Yeah, Richard Pierce. But... Uh, most importantly, he has a he has a fan edit of Birth of a Nation where he rooted he he cut out any sympathy for black people. It is beautiful. <laughs> totally, the restoration is incredible. It is a heartless masterpiece, and and go find it. So 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 he he didn't alter it in the least. No, nope. he, he he put his name in the credits. That's all he did. It was amazing. Though. Doing this, <laughs> <laughs> but he has a hood on. <laughs> 
damn thing. <laughs> and it's just they after after the credits, the it's like I'm I'm Dick Dickett, and I approve of this movie's message. He's got a torch. He's got a selfie. Like YOLO. I hate everybody equally. <sighs> Go and get off off your porches. Come and get me brand new torches. <laughs> All right. Um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Franklin. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick, dick it. So Nation. long, citizens. Let's get the fuck out of here before we before we just ruin our show. Before we get banned. <laughs> I don't care. The way Dick ends. It's not playing.